1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, uh, let's all talk at the same time, that's my favorite thing now. Hey, the Testing 1-2-3, it's fun
2: to be here. DJ DJ All right,
1: all right, that's enough of that, Jesus, that's enough. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Our Lady Lady Gaga. Gaga.
3: Okay, I'll I'll tell you right off the bat,
1: since we're doing, uh, definitely going to be doing an Oscar post-mortem here. um, (laughs) The the Lady Gaga Sound of Music thing threw so many people, mainly because so many people wanted to hate it and ended up kind of... Actually really enjoying it and going, oh, my God, she can actually sing like a human.
3: Look, Ma, I can sing. Take me <laughs> seriously, Hollywood.
2: But maybe
1: my favorite was the most subtle tweet. I was following tweets at that point big time because I knew people were going to have something to say. Seth Myers, <laughs> who is a great writer and very dry. I, I, if I'm getting the wording correctly, it was because uh, you knew it, what he was talking about because it came right after. He said, didn't need it. Kind of liked it. That was
2: it. There you go.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
5: Yep.
6: Didn't yeah. need it. Kind of like.
5: Yeah, it. who knew she could sing?
6: Yeah. She yeah.
1: came
4: up doing musical theater. Yeah. Also,
6: Miss Stephanie did. Armpit trumpet on point. Yeah, that's <laughs> what armpit I said. trumpet. Yeah.
7: It was the sound of music and the look of tattoos. I own. And it made me wonder does Julie Andrews like, have a tramp stamp or something? Like, I wonder what kind of tattoo she has. God, I hope so.
4: Man. She has some Edelweiss right above her Edelweiss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little spoonful of sugar right near the spoonful of yeah. sugar. Ooh.
4: Maybe. It's possible.
1: Uh, Rob, that's your cue to come up with supercalifragilistic something.
3: <laughs> uh, wait, I'm formulating. Come back to me in about right. 15 minutes. We'll go around oh, the room.
1: God. Hey, let's welcome uh, the newbies in the room right now. First up, uh, the lone estrogen. Uh, if you don't count Rob, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, in the room tonight? We are well- uh, proud to welcome Brianna Mordente. Everyone, hey. Hey. Mordente. Brianna, give us your quick credentials. What are you? Who are you?
5: Um. A previous writer at Premier Radio Networks. Yes. Now a miserable mother.
1: Okay. And miserable because because
5: she's five. <laughs> oh, I have nothing in common with her. Yeah. And um, that's about it. Are, uh,
1: what's 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 the five year? What's her name? Can we say her name? Do you want to protect Madeline? Madeline. What is Madeline's like favorite like movie or thing to watch that she's watching constantly right now?
5: Oh, right now she's watching um. Miles from Tomorrow, which is a new cartoon on Disney, and it's about a little boy and his family that live in space.
6: Is his name also Miles? Yeah. Yes. uh, Of of course, that
1: makes perfect (laughs) sense. Uh, It sounds terrible. Yeah.
5: No, I don't watch with her. She begs, I won't. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you're a terrible mother. I'm terrible.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. you you're welcome. Here, you will have our uh, our loan report on Fifty Shades of Grey because I don't think anybody else has seen that. <laughs>
5: no. Because
1: we're all male. Yes. And we wear the pants in our families. I thought it was great.
5: Did you have females <laughs> to drag you to the movie though?
1: Yes. My the, my <laughs> female my female has zero interest in seeing that. And uh, no. Well, she
3: gets it at home. Why should she? Exactly.
1: Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey. She gets 50 shades at home. <laughs> she, 50 shades of Lair. She gets, a, she gets a few shades. She gets a little shade. All right. Um, let's uh, welcome the second newbie into the room, a uh, writer, director, actor, musician, New Yorker, and uh, gamer who just so happens coincidentally to be the roommate of my son, Alex Morgan, in New York, uh, Benjamin K. Martin, everybody. Yeah.
6: You mean you guys haven't heard of me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Benjamin actually is, uh, just come, came off a uh, disastrous directing job um, and has uh, a lovely short called Derailer, Derailers. Derailing. De- derailing. Derailing. Yes. Uh, it's obviously memorable for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a real starving artist in New York right now. And uh, he also, uh, along with my son, plays a lot of video games. What's, what's the top, what's the go to game at the moment?
6: Oh at the moment. These are
1: the, these are guys that will sit when they uh, when they hang together, they will sit there and try and defend to me these incredibly moving and intricate storylines that these games have. And Jason's Jason's buying into that a little
6: bit. Homie, yeah. I wouldn't oh, have been yeah. an I wouldn't have been an artist if it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII. Let's let's not let's not get into really? that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you are of a generation that is inspired creatively by video games.
6: I mean, yeah, not by like Call of Duty. <laughs> you know thank, what I'm saying but like God. no but like yeah I will we, you know what are you playing right now right now um, oh, you know what I'm actually I'm, I'm doing a little bit of like this was out about a year and a half ago but I'm kind of jumping on the train now is Civilization 5 Sid Meier's this guy yeah I know yeah, I'm, I'm not like a, preaching to the uh, Kelly
4: nothing Jake, I mean I don't know the games but I think they're fantastic to watch other people that know how to play them yeah. play them because oh, yeah. the storylines are
8: fantastic and they're yeah. very cinematic now too
4: Oh yeah. No, I mean in Civ Five
6: it's it's basically you're just creating you're being any number of world leaders throughout history and you're making a civilization um as if it started like anywhere on the world map and like from the ground up. Oh. Yeah. It's really okay. interesting. Now By the yeah. way, did you
3: notice he's so cool that he calls it Civ Five?
6: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm that yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> The women are all like, you play video games? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is
1: By the way, because you guys do, you know, you're pretty into it. Uh, are the women catching up?
6: Are there any females? There is a huge contingency. Okay. It's, Big man. I mean, really? if you oh god, if you look okay. at because there's a there's a any, game any... store down the street from me
1: on Wilshire Boulevard. Well, not they hanging do, at GameStop. They do that. Uh, they do. Well, no, it's not. A, it, but it's a it's like a GameStop, but they have that uh, tournament, whatever the frickin' tournament is, every weekend. Uh-huh. And there is not there is not a female to be found within miles, dude. Go to
6: it's the same thing. It's like sort of the same realm as when you're talking about like in Comic Con over the past. Twenty years or so, how there's been a huge female surgeons, and like now with games too. If you talk about BlizzCon or like E three, and all those big, I. I hate that I'm the video game guy right now. This is so funny. Like, uh, basically, uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of ladies, and I. Do you I, want um, to talk
8: about Super Nintendo? Because I can jump in. Okay.
6: <laughs> Maybe uh, you know. What? You know, I grew up on SNES, though. So, yeah. Uh, yeah.
8: You know what? When, uh, if you get to
1: Pong, uh, Rob and I are all over that. We got it nailed. You could have a
6: really good five word review on that.
1: Uh, ben, uh, thanks for being here. Brad Bishop, everybody is back. Hello. Brad, a brilliant improviser, oh. and, uh, well, oh, he's an okay improviser. Thank you. Uh, part of the team. Does not lie to the people. Part of the, part <laughs> of the team,
8: GOATS. Uh, what is uh, top of mind with you right now, Brad? Uh, top of mind? I'm, I'm going to bring the, the crew down a little bit. Oh. I, uh, I'm bummed out about uh, the death of Gary Owens. Yeah, that was. Uh, I guess that's been about
2: a, week about a week now. Yeah, it was yeah.
8: About a week ago. But you know, I missed. I missed the podcast after that. So,
1: well, we ha- and we haven't addressed that. Gary Owens uh, was a-, a big radio guy here in Los Angeles, most famously known as the man with one hand over his ear, a- a- the announcer on Laugh In. Uh, I actually knew Gary. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I. Um, uh, he was a presence in my life for a- for a-, a-, a couple of different times. I actually was the first disc jockey on kiss a m back in one thousand nine hundred and eighty four when they changed format from music of your life to uh, which was like old standards and Sinatra and stuff and I started playing top forty uh, and Gary was part of that that staff the the company Gannett at the time retained Gary as a, a vice president and he had an office down the hallway and I was just all you had to do if you wanted great radio stories or any stories. Um, or laugh-in stories, just go down to Gary's office, and I went in one day, and he was just sitting there. I said, Gary, what what is your job now? And he's like, w- well, Larry, and, and literally short of putting his hand over his ear, well, Larry, they fly me to St. Louis, and I get off the plane, and I meet people, and then I fly back home. And he was basically some sort of ambassador for the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like with... Without a breath, he would go, you know, one time Ruth Buzzy and I, and he was the the nicest, uh, coolest, funniest guy in the world. And We had one situation where we did a tribute to the founder of this company that we're sitting in, Premier, uh, Luis Palenka. We did it at the Laugh Factory, and Gary went up and did like five minutes of his shtick. And it was really funny, and I don't think from the laugh in point of view, you really got the chance to see that the guy genuinely had a great sense of humor. And he's a radio legend here in this town. Back absolutely yeah. back in the, that day. So yeah, I, that was sad for me too. He he was the nicest guy. And he, I
3: believe he was powdered toast man. Yes, on and uh, Stimpy.
8: and the original Space Ghost, like the Hanna Barbera, oh, yeah. not not the Space Ghost Coast to Coast that they eventually did, but but the, the, the original, actual the, the cartoon. original cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, Gary did a lot of that. He and, that. and anytime there's an announcer in a cartoon, it's probably Gary, Gary Owens. Owens. He's just got that. It's Gary Owens. You know that that great voice. I, I have one other quick Gary Owens story. It's my last one. When
1: I first got to Kiss in the mid '80s, Rick D's was huge. I mean, the biggest show in town. Kiss was the biggest station in town, but right around the time i arrived there had been this big giant when the calendar section in la times was more of a tabloid and it and the they had come and interviewed rick and they were going to do this big piece in the la times about rick d's the biggest disc jockey in town well right around that time somebody had done something in the studio had messed with his carts his recordings and put them out of order or something and so he sent this internal memo out to all the disc jockeys on his own stationery saying, if anyone ever moves any of my shit again, you will be fired, which, he, of course, he did not have the authority to do. <laughs> Somebody sent that letter to the, to the LA Times. They reprinted that letter. They put it as the centerpiece of this Rick D's article. And it, it was essentially this amazing hatchet job on what an egotistical maniac, Rick Dees was, despite all his, all his success and how many people loved him. It was a real rough piece. Wow. So in my first couple of weeks at Kiss, I'm on the air, and Rick is in another room recording his weekly top 40 at night, because he, he's working these long hours. He's, he's doing TV and stuff. He's, he, my first meeting with Rick Dees. he stops me in the hallway and he says, hey, welcome to Kiss. Did you see that thing in the LA Times? Who would have sent that letter? And he starts grilling me on that letter. And I'm like, oh shit! Right. He thinks that maybe I'm the new guy, and I sent the letter in. Well, I found out years later who did it, who sent it to the L.A. Times. Gary fucking O.
8: <laughs>
1: and I and I'm Ooh. just telling this now that he's passed on. I asked Gary one day, "Did you really send that letter?" He said, "Well, yeah." And I said, <laughs> "Why?" And he said because Rick Dees was such a fucking prick. And that's my story. Rob, I said, Heisenberg, welcome back, sir.
3: Thank you. Thank you, kids. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, what is up with you? What is top of mind with you right now? What's on your mind?
3: Well, yeah, I tell you, I'd like to climb Lady Gaga's mountain, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, really? You would much. you? Really? Would you? <laughs> no, not really. Not at all. She,
1: she, I have never found her for a moment attractive in any way. Anyone? Damn,
6: dude.
3: Yeah. No.
1: Harsh. No. Yeah. she's not but I'm attractive. With you. I'd yeah, I'm I'd with rather you.
3: bang Tony Bennett, to tell you the truth.
6: I'd take Tony Bennett over a few. I yeah.
3: yeah, I think so. No,
6: everything, just you know, to hear I him would... just
7: to hear his voice. I just hey i s I've seen her in certain shadowy lights. That <laughs> no, I, you
5: know what? She's attractive, but she she's is. average. Yeah, she's like, is. like for her yes. caliber, she should be really hot. But yeah. yeah, I I
7: think that she's relatable though.
5: And that yeah. makes
7: her even hotter. You're
5: right. Yes. But then the meat dresses and all the yeah. you know shebang <laughs> makes her unrelatable.
7: Like you can see pictures of her w- before she like became really famous. It's like she's on stage and uh, with her brown hair when she was right before she got oh, that must really have looked famous, awful. She was <laughs> super hot. <laughs> no, she, brown,
6: she was, like a yeah, blonde. She like an NYU she's average. Kid. Brown
8: yeah. hair. Yeah. I, I feel awful. like most people probably just have that stigma towards her of like she's going to be Weird. wearing spikes and covered yeah. in tattoos and things like that. She's she's not Baked a bad looking woman. Yeah, by no, any means. she's she average. She, she's yeah,
4: got, you'd pass her on the street and probably wouldn't. She sang Sound of Music, okay? She's yeah. legit.
8: Yeah. In uh, her, and, I mean, yeah, very really well too. <laughs> I mean, she was awesome. No, she did. Yeah. I mean, she
7: did not get a nose job, and that's why I like her. You know, I I like her that she. Does she have a
8: nose? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, she I never
7: noticed her yes. nose.
8: <laughs> yeah. Her fiance. Find was, find the trumpet, her, and go a little north. <laughs> <and go> <laughs> <laughs> a
2: little
1: <laughs> north. Her, her nose I is very. You never noticed? The trumpet. I thought you were saying. Oh
4: uh, yeah, I'm still I'm not buying it. She's that. also yeah. one of those people who her talent doesn't even make her more attractive. Like you know how some people they have a lot of talent and yeah. you go, damn, that she's bad. Or if you're yeah. of the persuasion, well, yeah, he's bad. I've always so it's it, she's one of those people. I mean, I think she's a great artist. Yeah. she's bizarre as hell. But <laughs> I look at her, I go, yep, yeah, doesn't do it for me.
1: No, that's mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying because I am of the camp. I think there are plenty of celebrities you could point to who if. Without their stardom and without their cachet in Hollywood, if you were to see them on the street, you would maybe not look twice. But but there is something about fame and a certain level of success that suddenly makes the attractiveness go up. And I'm saying – and I recognize that. And I, I'm trying to think of any example of that of, of guys, in particular Rob, who's gone gaga over somebody <laughs> who I would go – I would not give that young lady a second glance. From an attractive standpoint, I, of course, would want to get to know her first uh, and find out what her interests were. How
3: dare you talk about Chloe Grace Moretz like that? <laughs> that okay. Oh,
1: <laughs> That's a whole different story. No, I know, I know. I know. It just got real uncomfortable all of a sudden. The police
8: are on their way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm you know, Isn't
7: she uh, really
4: young? She's so, real young.
3: Yeah. Okay. Not forever. <laughs>
1: okay. Jason E. Kelly, everybody.
4: <laughs> what's cracking?
1: Jason, what's up?
4: Nice segue, looking? Larry. Not nice forever. segue. Not I d- forever.
1: Now, now I have this whole issue of how much do I hold on to this original file for ev- evidence at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: might want to delete that out. J.K., what's going on? Man, You've been working
1: great. a lot. You've been getting work. Yeah, I've been
4: working
2: like a lot Let's
1: hear it for a working man. actor.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be working as long as they hire me. Yeah. Uh things have been busy. Yeah, just been b- a lot of bookings. Uh
1: Anything to- we can see you on soon? Um or hear you on. There was something you just your well, voice I just appeared.
4: just did my nicky Ricky Dicky and Don episode. <laughs> I love there. it when you say that. <laughs> you can say
1: that. i don't care if you are on the show it ever. Great.
4: Again, you just say that as many times as you nicky, can. Nikki Ricky Dicky and Don. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so that was fun, the Valentine's episode. Um I was on and off and I didn't even really see myself. I just saw the big red sweater I was wearing. But uh, they, I got hired to do uh, the president's uh, an impersonation of the president on Blackish, huh. on episode one sixteen. So oh, sweet. They're doing it's a really it's a really fun little bit that they're doing, and yeah. they had me come in and, and and talk a little trash as the president. Oh, so that's great. It, it was cool. Were you on the set? Or was it uh, no, all in a No, it, it was up in a booth. Yeah. It was up in a booth. It's the best grand I've made in a while. All uh, right. Ten minutes of my life. And if, and,
1: and if the president uh, watched the Oscars last night, would he have a take on anything that he saw? Uh, look,
4: I'm uh, not quite sure. Uh, what's going on with uh, Sean Penn? <laughs> well, he did have something to say
1: about immigration reform in a very weird way. Uh, I'm
4: in total disagreement. <laughs> uh, the direction he wants to go. <laughs> now that Lonnie Lemons, uh, Lonnie Lyons, and John Stevens, aka John Legend, and Common really enjoyed that song. Oh, did you? It All right. was great. All right, brought a tear <laughs> to my eye. <laughs> Sasha <laughs> Malia were up performing it like they were on stage with them. It was great. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Mr. President.
1: You're welcome. Uh, yeah. More in the Oscars coming up. Eric Schwartz, a.k.a. Smoothie, welcome back from India. You and I actually have had uh, a a more extensive conversation about that, but uh, are you still resonating from that amazing experience? Yes, I've been to even more exotic lands since then. I've been to, uh, last week I
7: was in Iowa. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was freezing. I only go to places with with Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I oh my gosh, wow! I just put, I just filled the middle of that sandwich with a totally different meat.
6: Some Da Vinci Code <laughs> yeah, shit. Exactly. Was, you could have used that
1: too. <laughs> yeah. Did man. you? T- are
7: you? Have you built India into your act right now? I tell. I'm telling the story about how I got there, and I sh- I said I'm, my pictures everywhere, and I just show them that I'm on the money and uh because Gandhi's on all their money and uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah I have I have been been talking about India and uh I've adopted one of the the songs that I went up on stage to it's uh it's this if you look up Indian Thriller online you're gonna laugh for about four minutes it's hilarious but this song is it's called Goli Mar 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 Mar." and I've I've been using that in my show and I I can't not dance to that song it's awesome it's Amazing. Yeah. It's not the
8: same as the, the Tunak guy, right? I don't know. It's like T U N. No, no, no. T- yeah, nope.
6: Different guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Another great, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. another
7: great. Those yeah. Bollywood videos are amazing, right? Oh, the, yeah. The, the Benny Lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Benny Lava.
3: Benny Lava.
7: It's Benny Lava, they told me. but Wait, they're singing about
3: Benny Hanna? That doesn't Benny Hanna, yeah.
1: You know, I know that they touched on it a little bit in... In *Slumdog Millionaire*, and of all people, uh, Chris Kattan tried to do a show <laughs> about being a star in India, didn't it? About being a Bollywood star. Does anybody remember that? No. But I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised that Hollywood hasn't tried to appropriate kind of the Bollywood take on something somewhere. I mean, it just hasn't really happened. We keep getting little tastes of it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I'm done lo- more I in think parody. You're the
7: perfect candidate. I, I I think you should put that out in the universe. I'm the resident authority on India uh, <laughs> and and I think I should be the, the first uh like gringo Hollywood star a uh, Bollywood star. Yeah. I think I should do it. Well, honestly. you've
1: you've appropriated many other cultures into your act, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, a one-man melting
7: pot.
3: I think you'd be the first Bollywood star. Oh, oh there we go. Oh. And I dropped the mic. Thank yeah. you.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, if you had only dropped it before the Chloe! Um, uh, thank you for being here, smoothie. All right, so we got a big group tonight. I I will uh, just go ahead and launch us into more Oscar postmortem because uh, that's really top of mind. And um, I I my first initial thoughts, I, and this was confirmed by my wife, who literally Sharla had one comment after three and a half hours of whatever that was last night. <laughs> All Charlotte could retain from the entire evening was, wow, John Travolta's creepy. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, she is not wrong. John Travolta was weird. That was disturbing. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say anything yeah. about Chloe, Chloe whoever. <laughs>
7: no, no. Yeah. He but...
3: He no, he
1: didn't the, make any lascivious uh, moves toward any underage women. That's true. No, but the Eric.
3: Oscar for oh, best man. visual effects should have gone to his wig maker.
4: Hey, yo. I don't
3: know which one that was from the collection, but wow, it's spray paint.
4: The Dracula. Yeah, it's yeah. like spray Dracula, paint on his head. Dracula Widow Peak. Mm-hmm. Spectacular.
1: <laughs> it was pretty amazing, uh, and he 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 did himself a favor by coming out and, and doing the whole Adina Menzel bit. And then immediately blew it again by being all weird with her face, and 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 she turns away, and he's still, his hand is still there. Uh, the- uh,
6: <laughs> that big smile she had on, too. She's like,
2: oh, yeah,
3: this is me. <laughs> Easy, John. I'm not a masseuse.
2: <laughs> oh,
4: Did so, you see the photo of him, the Twitter pic that was circulating with him? Sitting behind Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Staring at him yeah, very lucidly. He oh, uh, was either the was evil hate, hate stare or, or the, the evil, evil I human danger you girl. No, <laughs> I think, the evil I'm thinking
8: and, uh, about you stare. There's also the the awkward hug with Scarlett Johansson picture. Yes, he's got, like he's like coming at her from the side with the yeah. arm around, and yeah. she's just trying to stare the other direction. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. I feel like it's one of those pictures that's taken at the right moment. You sure.
1: know? yeah, like,
8: well, she probably yeah. didn't see him coming right there. But it didn't but...
1: help the way he behaved yeah. later on that night. It is also just mad creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has kind of become just an
4: an oddity now. After forty five, it went downhill for him, yeah. and he's become real, real, real weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old is Very he now? Sixty.
5: He's got to be older than 45.
4: Oh, yeah, He's, he's in his 50s, early yeah, 60s, I think. Yeah. I'm not 60, sure. Probably, uh, Somebody
1: who has access to the, to the internet should look y'all that say, up. Did you
8: he was on Kimmel afterwards? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I missed the show. He he's, no, but he, <laughs> he told the story of what happened last year with getting the name wrong. Yeah. And he was saying that they, they came and got him, and he thought he had like 15 minutes. And then they're like, you're going up next. And he didn't realize it. And I guess, like, something happened where the person who was supposed to get him got stuck in an elevator. It was, it was very convoluted, and he ran into Goldie Hawn, and he was really starstruck with Goldie Hawn. He loving and her And then as, yeah, as, they, as they were going out, the page turned to him and was like, By the way, we changed her name to be phonetically spelled when you go out there. To and make it had, easier
1: for you, and he
8: hadn't rehearsed with that, so when he went out there, it caught him off guard. Oh, um. and so he—that's why, like, he has that look on his face, like that's not the name I remember. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but how did he get Adele
1: Nazim out of the yeah, phonetic I, I spelling know. of? All right, she if he had gone to rehearsal, lame. I think it was
4: just panic, like the rest of the people. Yeah, he would have gotten it right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what rehearsals
1: for. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: overall, <laughs> though,
1: um, I was. I, I'm I would never be one to bag on Doogie um, because I think he's probably a great been a great host on every other show he's ever hosted and was not last night. Am I wrong? I um, can you blame him? Like he delivered
8: the jokes well, but
6: the yeah. jokes were yeah.
4: bad. poor taste. Yeah. 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 Was it the material? When he was off cuff and just going off the top of his head. Yeah, he was brilliant.
8: The Birdman thing was funny.
4: Huh? Birdman thing? Yeah. Um, and- yeah, yeah, okay. He won he an Oscar. Oh, yeah, that, that was fantastic. He, yes. yeah. yeah. he, yeah. he
1: made me LOL a few oh, times. I'm sorry, what? He
8: made you what?
4: He made me LOL a few times. Oh, God. The, open, the whole
8: opening bit was
4: great, I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah that was awesome.
8: He did a good
4: job. I would agree. The writing was kind of subpar.
2: There were some
3: weird... Some of his introductions, they didn't even seem like jokes, and I think they were supposed Supposed to be like at one point didn't he say something like and here's who here's two people who deserve to be here well that was a no, that, that was a
1: that was right a it. thinly a veiled reference to the fact that jennifer aniston and uh somebody say the guy name? from uh the guy selma. from selma yeah.
4: <laughs> david oley oh yellow yellow you
1: didn't do any better of a job than i would have done. i'm not
4: supposed to if you got an american dude to play that part i would have gotten that <laughs> shit right right
1: <laughs> David Smith, you you, you yeah. we could say. So what what were you saying? No, uh, that it was they get the Oscars. The, those were the two Academy. they considered yeah. those to be two snubs in the industry that oh, yeah. for Jennifer Aniston for Cake and David all for Selma. So that was that, oh, that oh, was oh, that reference which oh, but that oh, was awkward.
7: I think the best example of what you guys are talking about how he he delivered it really well but was the joke was not that strong oh, was it was the Chris Pine intro. Where it was somebody's name was super convoluted, and he's and he said, this, "Here comes so and so, really convoluted," and then and Chris Pine. It was like, and the easiest name, but he delivered it right. But what can you do with that?
8: That's yeah. what the material was. Yeah. Know? The the one I think that he he might have missed on, he kind of hinted at it, was when he said, "The next our, our next presenter is the uh, the most well-adjusted child star here tonight," and I felt like he should have had some kind of like, hey moment because he's one you know it's like, <laughs> oh right yeah
7: yeah I didn't even think about that but I
8: felt like it caught him off guard like at the very last second he realized oh that's a joke on me <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he was just discovering it um,
8: I, I mean I, I think you
1: know obviously the, the cri- criticism about this stuff the writing for those intros has never been good anywhere ever except the really uh, except the Golden Globes actually because it's they're great on it's... the BET Hip Hop Awards <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like that show. Which Neil Patrick Harris hosted, oddly enough. Uh, what? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, what? What about the actual... Uh, now, Ben and I had a long car conversation, which we can reenact for you on the way here, because uh, Ben is in the Birdman camp. I am in the Boyhood camp, although I have great respect for that one, and he th- the same for the other. Uh, I was rooting for Boyhood because it had a real, deep, resonant, emotional impact on me, well beyond what I thought of it cinematically. It was... it. it so, personally that was my movie and I have a huge respect for Birdman so I got no problem with, with who won who quote lost uh, and and Ben was all about the Birdman and we t- discussed that in great length I wish we'd had a microphone going because it was a pretty damn good conversation yeah no it was good but all, in a nutshell Ben what, why why Birdman for you
6: did you feel like that deserved I think you know Birdman for me that was actually truly one of the best movies I've seen in a couple years for me um, I thought I mean, it's like where do you begin? It it was a film where form meets content first of all, where they made it feel like uh, like the pacing of a stage play, and like it taking place around a stage play, and just you know, just the cinematographic craziness (laughs) that that ensued for having to make it look like that was done in one take. But besides that, Tour de Force cast. Uh, or tour de force performance by um, Michael Keaton and the the surrounding cast was just incredible. Um, but I, it's so strange. I mean, boyhood definitely affected me. Um, I am really close to being of that generation and definitely like experienced very similar things to what was going on for the characters in that film. Um, but for some reason, it was at the end of Birdman that I was just like bawling. Yeah. It really, it, it struck a real chord, not just as somebody who's like, Try you know like just getting into the industry or like that's my the you know having a passion for film or theater just as a piece of really amazing human storytelling yeah you know it followed him so well I just thought it was amazing
2: yeah
8: I, I mean I felt like I'm I'm Team Birdman
2: uh, not just because that was my that was
8: my nickname on my soccer team because I run very funnily. Uh, I got long legs, so there's like he's like an ostrich. Oh uh, great. Oh but we can work that out for you right here. Right, but, um, bring that mic
1: closer to you, Brent. Oh sorry.
8: <laughs> but I I don't know, I felt like uh you know the best picture winner should be one that like pushes cinema forward. And I felt like that one did. Just the way it was shot, the way it was acted. I think Everything. you could say an argument for, for boyhood well, in the same
1: way. In a ver- I mean, th- this is my argument, and I've said this in this podcast before, is that those two movies were our head and shoulders. We, I, I believe Whiplash belongs in that group, but those yes. two in particular. As far as cinematic efforts, are head and shoulders above almost anything else that came out this year I'm, okay. in, diff- in completely different ways pushed the form.
8: I'm going to say something controversial.
1: Oh, oh. oh not, I was... Uh, no. uh, uh, more controversial than an underage well, female. Yeah.
8: I was... Stop it! I, I watched
1: Boyhood last week, and
8: I was bored. Uh, no, hey, I, get I,
7: it. I was... If you didn't say it, I was going to say it.
8: No, yeah. I know people have felt that way. That's all I wasn't, right. I thought, I thought it was very well you're done. You're all stupid, but... <laughs> I thought it was very well done, but to me, it's like... Richard Linkletter tried an experiment, and I just thought it didn't work. I was just kind of like, "All right, he did this thing where he filmed over 12 years, and now it's like, okay, well, we won't do that again because that wasn't really." Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't go so far to say I was bored, but I will say that
7: the best thing that Boyhood had going for it was the 12-year uh, thing. The technical that, w- prowess, yeah, yeah, was amazing. That was that was really amazing. But wh- what happened for me with Boyhood is the story wasn't as uh, it wasn't as big of a deal for me. The story. Wasn't a huge like story for me. Maybe it just didn't resonate with me. And then also, I gotta say the kid the kid I I noticed something where it, it bothered me. It started I was like, man, LR Coltrane,
6: like the main dude? Yeah, it just started for a for a
7: few scenes I was like, Okay, I'm over this kid. You, <laughs> you know? did, did
1: you find yourself attracted to him? Is that the problem? Yeah, you yeah. were <laughs> beginning to yeah, question your sexuality? Yeah,
7: exactly. And you're
3: talking about me. Ex- yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: At what age did you start to? <laughs>
6: yeah, when he got about sixteen, I was like, "I'm, I'm checked out." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, 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 I said this earlier too, and it's what you're touching on now. But it was like, if you just had Boyhood as a movie where they didn't shoot it over 12 years exactly. and they just cast different kids to like get older and older as a like standalone narrative, and like the it is, and I get it, like not every good movie needs to have like the most amazing story. A lot of things are very character driven, and this was definitely an example right. of that. But I just think. If it was, and and you made a good point too. That well, the point is, is that they did, but they did do it that way, and it's and it's
1: built into the movie's DNA because of that, and and also I think because it didn't have one of the the real beauties of the movie, and one of the brilliant things they did is that it didn't follow a typical narrative structure because it actually followed more of the way life actually works. Uh, Linklater has talked specifically about a couple of points in the movie that many audiences have gone, oh, no, like they think something bad is about to happen and then doesn't. Like throwing, because, the,
6: knives, throwing the, uh, the sharp object. Like throwing the, the sharp yeah, object, that
1: scene, and also the—, the Spoiler g- alert! <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and, and something tragic doesn't happen because it, it, it didn't need to, it didn't have to. It, it, so we're all kind of so ingrained to expect this— Nice. this this twist this turn and I, and I think it's for some people that didn't satisfy. All I know is and I know I'm not alone because it got a frickin' Academy Award Brad uh <laughs> nomination.
2: Um
1: I know that other people were really moved by it and I know I've had trouble explaining why and I've had I've read a lot of other reviews with other people who felt the same way and are able to kind of pick it apart for their own reason. But I it, uh, it, it, I I I dropped out of the fact that it was That there was this gimmick, so to speak, early on, and I was completely immersed in it. And I walked out very moved and emotional, and and not bawling like sissy Ben over there over Birdman.
2: I just love movies so much.
7: (laughs) (laughs) It was Beck versus Beyonce for me, and I was rooting for
1: Beyonce. Brianna, we haven't heard from the chick in the room. Did you see either one of those movies? No. Okay.
5: What? Let's talk fashion. And last night, yeah. <laughs> no, last night's a little fuzzy because the champagne was flowing. Really? Yeah.
1: But, but So you didn't see any of those movies, but you were still celebrating nonetheless.
5: Oh, yeah. No champagne up at Mama's we watch every year.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't see the movies I just but I watch. Like, the Oscars.
8: The Oscars were last night,
3: I don't... <laughs> <laughs> or as Brianna likes to call it, Sunday. Yay! Yay!
5: Champagne day.
1: Do you have a favorite movie from this past year? Was there anything nominated that that you were fascinated by? Have you just been stuck in the house you watching know, terrible no, I, television I with you?
5: I don't See movies. Yeah, I don't really go to the movies unless Except they're you, cartoons. You oh, have.
1: You have seen a movie though. I did. Yes.
5: I saw Fifty Shades of Grey. All right.
2: Oh! My... oh, let's...
1: Yeah, let's... That but was, I, yeah. I didn't yeah. read it,
5: you know? I mean, it's not art, Well, so... you, then you
1: probably missed all the subtleties of the book.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't comparing it like oh, most right. of the people were, but, right. um, you know, it's not art. It was just a fun little ride. It was good. Dakota is so cute. She looks just like her dad with her mom's little softness when she speaks, and he was kind of cute in a skinny way. And, uh... <laughs>
1: Did you... Oh, it was uh, good. No, it wasn't... You got caught up in it? Did you... Did, were you titillated by it? Did you find your... No, I'm...
5: My, my friends said, if I can say, they would always say I had to put the book down, my vagina started to hurt.
6: <laughs> That's what I said when I So I, a I think... I call
5: it more of a tingle. I don't think it hurts. It more tingles. There was a little tingling, but yeah. not too bad. All right. The book vibrates? No.
6: Do you th- think that we would get a of... dick tingle from seeing it, or you
5: know what? I think it's a good movie for a guy to see on a must rent ten o'clock on a Saturday, wine in hand, watching with your wife, kind of. Ah, but I wouldn't go to the movie theater <laughs> okay. as a male and see it.
8: So, so, so here's my question because this is I've I've seen this brought up before, and and you're the only person I've met who's actually seen the movie. <laughs> so, a lot of people are saying like, all right, imagine if Gray wasn't rich. rich.
5: Yeah, exactly. It
8: would be a diff- It'd be a Lifetime movie that, at that yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm. It would be a completely different movie. Like it'd be- John Travolta would be in
1: it, <laughs> for one. <laughs>
2: oh,
8: shit. Well,
5: you know, she kind of has to decide if she's going to go along with this. And I think the helicopter he owns and all the money kind of helps her make a decision. I don't know if he was a janitor. See, if it's she that thing where fame
1: it, and power makes it more attractive. It, yeah,
5: it's the Hugh Hefner uh, power, you know, that if you have money you're gonna get the girl.
1: Is it in any way empowering for females? It, it, the, this...
5: You know it kinda is. Okay. Well no it isn't. It's just a <laughs> mad, <laughs> it You know what? It isn't. It's just a fun oh, little ride. God. Don't have any expectations. It's
3: got
6: kind of testimonials.
3: And,
2: yeah, well, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well
1: it's kinda of like Seth Meyer's thing. It. Didn't need it. Kinda liked
2: it. <laughs>
5: Yeah, no, it's not empowering for women, but she does have more power than one would think because he starts becoming, you know, entranced with her. So, you know, she, it's a her him thing. So, right. you know, it's like any relationship. If
1: they make, up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if they make the follow up two movies, or if in true Hollywood fashion they'll divide the third one up into two <laughs> <laughs> movies or something, <laughs> would you go see them? Yeah. All right. Are you interested but in re- reading the book? Read. You're no. not going to
5: read. No, yeah. too descriptive. I heard, yeah. I can't stand a lot of describing. Too many
8: words. I thought yeah. I heard that the guy isn't going to do any more. <gasps>
5: oh, gray. no, we can't lose him. He's the only Christian <laughs> Gray there could be. No, well, no. Here's he's the good. thing,
8: though. We, we, uh,
1: in this room, we had talked about, or, uh, yeah, I think we did. We talked about first week, for sure, it was going to make all its money back. It was only a $30 million movie. It made $80 million, like on Friday or something. But the drop off which I also think we talked about, the drop-off after that first weekend was pretty substantial, even though, I guess, still number one.
5: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It made all the money. It doesn't yeah. matter. That first weekend was everything.
1: That's all that matters yeah. anymore anyway. It's everything. First weekend is literally it from now on. Bam, it's, bam, thank you, man. Yeah. Everybody
6: else is waiting for it to come on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right.
5: Oh, I'll make my husband see it. It's a must rent.
6: Really?
1: Yeah. Uh,
5: just because.
6: Do you want to see him squirm, or I
1: think? Do you want to show him something that I want maybe to see his vagina tingle?
5: I think. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, okay, and it's kind of interesting, like because <laughs> it's kind of has a manly point of view to it. Like a guy could like it. It's not just a girl movie.
8: All right. Yeah, there's there's nudity, right? You can see.
5: <laughs> Put it this way: the only men with are going to see this right? movie is yeah, with dude. their wife. A group of dudes can't go see this movie. You'll oh, look I'm, like an oh animal. my god! Like,
4: Let's we do, do, guys. do it. <laughs> so
1: oh, right now. Let's
4: cross the street to the Let's
1: go! Please. I take that as a challenge, Miss Mordecai. Fifty Dabank. Shades of, of Snark.
7: That would be an awesome flash
1: mob. It
2: would be <laughs> <laughs>
1: what, what would we do
7: in the middle of the movie? We just do our I don't know. We I don't know, we Bollywood. Sh- literally flash as a mob <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But yeah. no, like that Ma- would be macho a- man or something. That'd be a cool video, viral video to like document our experience going to see fifty great. But and now by guys. now there's, there's no women in there, right? It's just the B team.
4: <laughs> it's the B team and John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: we'll, get John. yeah
3: we'll take out yeah. leather whips. Travolta.
7: Oh we, we
1: invite you to come with us to go see Fitchy Shades of Grey. <laughs> All right. Who else has seen something? Uh, is watching something? Loves something ah. that they're into. No, uh, ahead, the James. Iceman. No,
3: uh, uh, Kingsman. Saw Kingsman: The Secret Service. How was it? I really liked
1: it. You know, it actually it must be getting good word of, word of mouth because it was the strong number two. Uh, so to speak, uh, at the box office over the weekend with I've, very little marketing.
8: I've heard nothing but good things. Everybody I know that's seen it loved it.
3: It's it's cartoony. It's graphically violent to the point of oh my god in some spots, but it's it, but in a good it, way. It, it, yes, but it, it reminded me it had a, it's James Bond meets Kill Bill oh, meets wow. um, those old sixties spies spoofs in like flint exactly yeah
1: which is what austin powers was supposed to be exactly but it's not that goofy but
3: really well acted and funny and twisty and and just some of the the balletic violence with colin firth of all people being a (laughs) badass yeah and he didn't even stutter and and (laughs) that was that
1: was a party play
3: oh i really really enjoyed it and i saw it for free
1: Oh well, even, even well, better. no wonder. <laughs> uh, J.K., did you have something to add there? Something you're into?
4: What the fuck was that Lego movie song performance oh, yesterday?
8: Everything is I, awesome. I oh wondered. My God. What people thought who hadn't seen the movie when they when that came on. Well, it must be
3: baffling, done. but it was great. I was tripping on Molly throughout the whole thing. Yeah,
8: it was it was an <laughs> LSD
1: trip of a of a of a experience. It, 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 I'll say this it about it: movie. it was colorful.
4: It felt it, like a continuation of Katy Perry's Super Bowl halftime performance. It
2: didn't.
1: It didn't last very long, and anybody who saw the movie probably
4: thought that was, you know. I'm just trying to figure out how the song got nominated. I mean, yeah. I get why well, Happy got nominated. It's like nominated, I explained. Like, but everything is, all, I mean, the vocals, the lyric, nothing about that song. Blame even Canada was nominated. From. Yeah, playing Canada is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robin, <laughs>
8: William, Robin Williams sang it at yeah. the Oscars.
1: Yeah. Matt and Trey won, wear, wore dresses to that. So what? I was good.
5: forced to see the Lego movie, and, and it was so bad. But that oh, song, I love the Lego, I love Lego movie. Get out of here. Oh, oh, please! Oh, no. stop you it! Go. Just stop no. it! Go
8: we, see when shows. we go see Fifty Shades, <laughs> oh. you have to watch the Lego movie again. it. <laughs> no, it
5: was so bad. But when everything is awesome, I like perked up in my seat, like I might. And I didn't know why. It just it was the best thing about the movie. They should make a
6: Lego Fifty. 50 shades of Grey.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh God! Yes, already. Yeah. Surprise!
7: <laughs> um, <laughs> I
3: loved a Lego movie. It gave Cindy a migraine, but I loved it. I thought it was very funny. I liked it too. Uh, I liked it. Wait, I, can, I, I can, did, I can I ask a quick question? The the rapping parts that Andy Samberg and his little puppet friends did, I, I don't remember <laughs> that Island. in the film.
1: It, it wasn't idea. in the film. They they. I it bel- was in the
8: credits.
3: Oh. Yeah, oh. It
1: yeah, event. that's right. It, it oh. wasn't prominent in the film, but that was part of the original song.
3: I did not yeah.
1: know that. And
8: they also brought in Will Arnett as yeah. Batman yeah, that to sing his song that wasn't part of that. Yeah, the... and
1: inexplicably Questlove from the Roots, unless he
4: was on the song and I don't know it. Well, but, he's just a boss. You just yeah. want to yeah, That's true. I mean, yeah. literally, yeah. anybody Questlove's who has everywhere. a chance Questlove to put Quest, like yeah, if... the musical Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Amen shows up right. yeah. that is him, the brother.
1: perfect analogy yes if you want somebody to you know, just be cool to put in your thing get quest love if you possibly can uh so we're back to the Oscars again but it, uh no, we don't have to be I'll just ask no question. it's all right, all right. All right. Oh, it's all right I mean it's it's <laughs> I guess it's top of mind for people have we heard anything about the ratings on on that show it's down. Yeah, I'm not surprised. it's it like yeah.
8: lowest since 2009 or something.
1: Well, it's... It Which not conti- that long ago. Well, it okay. continues to be... Uh, part of the problem is the people who are always saying that the, the Academy tends to vote in the same type of movies, except what's happened is it's become mostly smaller independent films that get the, the most the most accolades and it's not box office winners and by the way there just aren't box office winners anymore
4: I will say that I do believe that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was robbed for um, best special effects by Interstellar Oh, wow. I'm not and, sure how a special effects movie loses to a movie with and uh, makeup and Matthew hair. and hair. <laughs> yeah, they missed makeup. not makeup, makeup, makeup
8: and hair to uh, to uh, the Wes Anderson uh, Grand Budapest uh, Hotel. Grand Budapest, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, yeah, that had great makeup and hair too. But you're talking about making somebody to be an alien.
4: Speak on it, brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, <what? laughs> yeah,
8: it's it's just a,
4: the logic is right in front of you. Go. Oh, okay, y'all just didn't like y'all. Don't want to give comic yeah. book movies. Well, I'm sure I'm sure there there is a
1: contingent that would say, go ahead and make that tenth spot, Guardians of the Galaxy, just to give it some credit for being original and being a hit. Yeah, it's been. It a mean? L- I mean, Star Wars got a best picture nomination. Uh, I know that was a phenomenon, and that was. Uh, but if you watch that now, uh, as as much affection as I have for the very first Star Wars movie, it's
4: not. It's not it's not a great movie. Yeah, but if they're not going to ever give Dark
8: Knight. I will say this, though, yeah. for Guardians of the Galaxy. I loved the movie. It suffers from all the Marvel movie problems of the villain wasn't
4: strong enough. Like True. The villain I wasn't. That, yeah. yeah. No, at some point, the villain needs to win. He needs to kick <laughs> ass. the villain you know, just needs, needs to, to be, right like,
8: up. other than Loki. Right. The yeah. Marvel movies haven't. No, made. I get you. You're very right. one-dimensional. you right. I, I, Hopefully Thanos. And I love Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Lee Pace, I loved him in his show, The Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was yeah, a great yeah, show, yeah. and he was great in it. But
1: I actually am good. sitting here trying to remember who the villain was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan, Ronan, Ronan the
8: accuser. He's, he was the voice and oh, yeah. a badass. All right. Big hammer. Hit my fucks blue, in the head
1: with a blue hammer. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care.
4: Don't care. I think your point is
1: well
8: taken there, Brad.
6: What else? Who else is seeing what, and what else is going on? I'm
4: Team Somers. So you know how I feel. Uh,
6: no, I'm actually I'm very much team like Ava Duvernay. That's bullshit. Ava's great, and and I and I really I mean I truly do think because I, I I saw Selma right. after the nominations had come out and there was a big hubbub about like Ava Duvernay not getting you know the director nod, mm-hmm. and I was like okay well I'm just gonna watch it and be like you know and and really try to objectively like look yeah, and I was like yeah nah son like that was directed. She a put a lot better than some other shit that I, put I saw that was up Lady there o- she really did. She did. She really
2: put yeah. it down. Let
7: me put, really let me bring it. this up guys. Okay, they didn't nomin- they didn't fill all the spots for for Oscars, right? Right. From a strictly yeah. PR standpoint for best picture, why wouldn't you just from strictly PR. I had not I've not seen Selma. I need to see it, but why wouldn't you nominate Selma it's a great movie. A lot of people say it got it got robbed, and especially with the year that we've had. You no, know, it got the best picture nomination. Oh, did no, it okay, was. It got sorry, pe- sorry. But it's, it's also like up. it's
6: like oh yeah, it was the best picture um that doesn't mean it had the best director though for sure but it was the best, right. picture. Like, what, was like, the best what, picture like what like what like what like what it's just like this logic of like we're going to nominate you for best picture but not nominate you for these well, other that, was, that, the the that was the problem
1: that was the problem if anything it felt like a token nomination to yeah. recognize the effort they made but the but the people involved now i haven't seen selma still and i and i do want to see it but the it, beyond jason's passion for it and now yours Ben's. i i i hear a lot of people say the same thing that that definitely that was that was missed it was Big missed. Time. it
4: was strong I, I i don't think it was the best and that's no. being deadly honest yeah but i do think it was exceptionally strong and the push that was put behind it from a marketing standpoint i would like i would like to see some more advertising dollars going into it yeah. just so more yeah. people saw it
7: but what common and john legend, legend did last car. night that that, that was it. the biggest was moment yeah. of the yeah. whole oscar yeah. Yeah. you know that was... that
1: was probably it right uh, the peak of the show maybe Glory. yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. What, what, you didn't like the briefcase bit?
1: No. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Come on,
3: that thing was flatter than Kira Knightley. Hi, all oh, oh, wow. Another, another no, that wow. was a wonderful moment. The John Legend <laughs> thing was great. So we're taking
8: back she the you know, when Rob she, is going to uh, assault or insult <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
8: Or both.
3: Yeah. No, the Julie Andrews thing, I mean, she's. There's something, I don't know what it is. I mean, she's got two movies it's Mary Poppins and The Sound of Music. After that, uh, you know, I don't know. But for some reason, she is just like this goddess. I, yeah, She's a goddess. She's like, I, I, no, she's, a, I, she's I America.
1: She's our I version of American it. royalty. She's, yeah. she's the, much so. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Much so. But you're right.
1: What?
4: I said very much so. Yeah, yeah she is. But you're
1: right. I, outside of Sound of Music and Mary Poppins.
3: I mean, she flashed her boobies in that SOB movie in like yeah. 1981.
4: Yeah. Who cares? I that.
3: Well, I, I
1: at the time I cared a great deal. Actually, <laughs> uh, it brought a whole whole new meaning to Mary Poppins. If you know I what I mean? Know. Hey, did uh, I did I do you. the spoonful of sugar bit? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Uh, what? I don't know. Just jump in. I was just. I You're chomping say, at the bit to say, "Man, Zo-chamble. black people clean their teeth like that. They pop their mouth." And <laughs> That's just me doing sounds <laughs> and shit.
1: Wait man. a minute. Black people clean their we, teeth that no, way? We just we always sucking on our damn teeth or something. How, how is that a cultural thing? hell that an ethnic thing? We just be doing that shit. I have out. never heard that or, really? or or no. I okay.
7: I hang out with black people. I've heard it.
1: Thank you, brother. Yeah. I have I have like a Is that the
5: LL friends. Cool J lip oh licking thing? You know, That's I can't watch him anymore. and be time. a host. Over time. No, he licks his lips yep. to the point of distraction. It's not just a little bit. Once you notice it, your eyes are it's focused. So no, annoying. it is. It's so annoying. I cannot annoying. watch him host anything. Yeah, because oh, you man. know you want that. What though. is that? Yeah. no, and I like him. He's cute. Well, that's and... what LL stands for. Lick lips. Yes. <laughs>
2: oh, hey. he
4: should be the spokesperson for chapstick. Yeah.
2: Oh,
5: nice. His lips must get awfully dry.
7: They I have to. They have to. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. His they... tongue it might be pretty moist. It might. Be, yeah. You know, depends Too how much. moist his tongue is. Damn. How hydrating it is.
1: Anybody got a tingling
4: vagina right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tingling
7: vagina.
5: That's
4: um, cool. Is anybody watching Walking Dead?
5: <gasps>
4: no, no, I hear it's just, fabulous. It's, it's really getting good.
2: i, I yeah. watched the, the
7: latest episodes. No? Uh, I've watched oh, every yeah. episode. Okay, well yeah. then I don't want to
4: okay. have any spoilers. I, I, I,
1: am, I am hearing this is a strong season. There are many people saying that. Oh, crap. Did I mess I think, something up? No, everything's okay. fine. Is Way it, to it's go, Schwartz. Is it rolling? Hold on. Everybody, stand by. It's fine. It's Everything's right. fine. I got. I have a waveform.
8: Everything is awesome. We're good. Everything, Everything is awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you, Brad. Um, uh, is, any, is anybody watching the final season of Parks and Rec? No. No. <sighs> <laughs> That's
5: sad news about the shows. Uh. Oh yeah. Uh, the,
1: oh yeah. The, 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 producer, oh, yeah. The, the producer. What happened? Harris? Uh, Harris Whittles, who is was was thirty years old. Thirty. Uh, a pu- publicly battling drug addiction. Anybody who has worked on that show or knows him considers him to be the one of the young comic geniuses on the rise
8: very big in the u c b crowd yeah. improv yeah
1: and he he had uh, in particular he had done a podcast with Pete Holmes where they kind of extrapolated his constant struggle with drug abuse and was supposedly quote in the going in the right direction uh and obviously it didn't take uh, uh, so a troubled guy um but yeah that
4: uh, what was his name? Harris
1: again? Whittles. Um, oh, that show is gloriously off the rails in its final season. I think I've said that before. I, I love Parks and Rec. I think they developed into one of the best ensembles. I think up with Veep, probably the best comic ensemble on TV.
6: And for network TV to just be able to have stayed on as long as they have and do what they do. I've only heard that, that like particularly after the first season. I keep hearing that it's like... after. For,
1: I, st- I liked the first season, but they totally gelled. And Chris Pratt in particular was a guy that started to shine and, and brought a new dimension. But everybody in that is good. This season, they jumped ahead in time. They're doing these things. They're supposedly in 2017. So they haven't gone that far in the future. But this Google-like company has moved into town. And they have all these little moments where like they've leapt ahead with like drones delivering packages. And their cell phones have these holographic images that come out they never <laughs> reference it you just see it um, there's a there's a disc jockey Nick Kroll played actually oh, they, okay. they 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 uh, a recent episode they were looking for a new mayor for the town of Pawnee and it was a just an excuse to just jam through every major character that's ever been on the show in a kind of a montage including Henry Winkler uh, oh, wow. uh, Jenny Slate as Henry Winkler's daughter, and Nick Kroll is part of a team, a radio morning show, Shock Jock Show. And I forget <laughs> the name of the team, but it's something and the douche. <laughs> and, he, and he plays the douche, and he's pitching himself as mayor. And he's going, well, think about it, you know, you need somebody who's great at communicating with large groups of people, and I really think that I have a point of view that I could do something in this town. Plus, I could really, and he says something nasty about getting great tail or whatever, and he holds up his phone and hits a button, and it makes a fart sound, but you see this holographic... Like stick figure with a poop behind it, or a little you know puff of air. They they're doing these wacky things. <laughs> they have just again gloriously gone off the rails. Going this, we know this is our final season. We are gonna get weird, and they're pushing the envelope. It is really really good, and I I uh, I have a real affection for that show. I think those people are great, and I, it's funny if you ever watch Letterman. He has started to take to it, too. He will have on any Parks and Rec cast member any time, no matter what level they're at, he will bring mm-hmm. them all on and just sit there and rave. Adam Scott was on the other night and it was one of the best interviews I've ever seen because Letterman woke up for a good 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. and actually talked to the guy because he has an affection for it. Uh, and that's another thing we got to talk about. Letterman's uh, saying goodbye at some oh, point. Yeah. And, uh, when is that official? I believe it's May. Yeah. Sometime in May.
7: He had a great moment with uh, Will Smith uh this last week, uh David Letterman. Will Smith comes out and they're playing uh, Getting Jiggy with it, and <laughs> Will grabs the mic and he raps the first verse and they, they uh Letterman's just like totally into it and then and then uh he says something like the like uh you I'm gonna try to do that or something. It was a really good moment and and Letterman was like really laughing like for real. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: He seems to be enjoying himself now that he knows he's almost done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
7: He's
3: letting I, his hair grow. If you notice his hair has gotten really, really yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of shaggy Yeah, it's really shaggy. And I
1: I think he's just waving his hairdresser I, away. This just might be. Yeah. But he had the kids I've had si- jobs like that. He had
3: the kid scientists on the other uh, night. And it was really one of the funnier segments that I've seen on there in quite a while. Yeah. He was really having fun and joking around with these kids and and uh, I think he's having fun. Yeah.
1: I I uh, I know I'm old. I admit that, uh, but everything I love is going away this year. Mm. I mean, Colbert saying goodbye, John yeah. Stewart about to leave, mm. Letterman, who I have been watching. There was a period of time in my life where I did not miss a David, uh, a, a late late show or whatever they call late it. Show. Uh, the, the, well with the NBC show. I mean, I was watching the the bad NBC uh, morning show that he had for a while. Um, uh, stuff I love is going away, all, yeah. all at like, the same time. But you'll get Colbert back.
6: I'm interested... You no, know, here's the interesting thing, and this is... What I was going to bring this up, too. Is like, I'm very interested to see, like, w- who Colbert is behind that desk when well, he's it's not, not being Colbert. It's
1: not going to be that character. It's not. I know, of course it's not. I I have... I think he's going to be fine oh, because be he's really multi-talented. He, he's not going to be a Jimmy Fallon, but he can, he can be musical, and he can... You know, I think the, the group he'll bring with him is
6: probably many people from his world
8: oh, yeah. at the Colbert oh, yeah. show. It's, it's basically his it's show. It's the revitalization
6: they kind of needed, I feel like. Yeah. It's bringing a whole different... And this is
8: going to open up a whole new world for them because they're not yeah. pigeonholed to be that news show, that parody news show. But, now they can... But that's the thing that... I mean, uh, there are very
1: few things we can point to in our lifetime that have been around long enough to say that they've maybe kind of Changed the zeitgeist a little bit. I mean, the the, yeah. the stuff that Colbert and John Stewart both have done in in the guise of comedy, while at the same time being really impactful and getting some shit done.
7: The social criticism, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You,
1: I mean, you haven't seen that done. I it's been the '60s since. You know, there were actively people doing stuff like that, doing really strong satirical
8: stuff. It's, everything's very quick and disposable. Right. Get right. right up on it. And bro. now we've got uh, we got John Oliver. That was yeah uh, sure. on HBO, and he's really taking it to another level. And I but like now, what Larry Wilmore's I'll doing be, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Larry better. Larry Wilmore's great. The yeah. Nightly Show. Yeah. yeah. And and
1: because it specifically will talk about race, which I think is is critical to making it unique, uh, but it's not the only thing they talk about. What, J.K.? No. <laughs>
3: he's just sucking on his teeth. Is is
1: leaning into a microphone another black thing that I don't know about? Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> it's a Kanye
4: thing. I know that. Oh, no, Kanye. Not, no. He's a lay all the way down. Yeah. All the way down. I just saw a, a great meme. It was... Uh, Beyonce sitting next to Jay Z, sitting next to Kanye, sitting next to Kim.
5: Sitting yeah. next to the stupid baby. No, no,
2: oh. no. Oh. And above,
4: above, above them all, it said Beyonce, seventeen Grammys. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Jay Z, nineteen Grammys. Kanye, twenty one Grammys. A porn tape. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: reason
3: why she's there. Best thing. Oh. Sex tape.
1: Yeah um let's uh, let's begin to wrap things up here a little bit and is there anything that we haven't covered that you're excited about that you're looking forward to that's coming up for you brianna me yeah
5: god nothing tomorrow (laughs) (laughs)
1: what what is what is your what is uh what is a pissed off housewife's uh mom's life like these days
5: um well you know kindergarten she's in kindergarten And you're supposed to volunteer in the class, which I don't. So, you know, kind of a lot of avoiding, a lot of making pretend I'm running off to work. Yeah. A lot of, oh, yeah, you know, being a mom. (laughs) Being
0: a mom, I'll tell you this. And I told
5: Iceman, being a mom, it's like being on a blind date all the time because I have to get together with the parents of her friends and it's a small talk and it's no one you're ever going to like be friends with forever right
1: right it
3: just that's what Yeah that
1: is one thing we discovered all those friends that Alex made that we became quote friends with the parents are the last people I would want to hang out with now, and they're and they uh, oh of God, they might right. be oh they might be listening. To this I
8: should. Yeah. To that. I was gonna say, oh. <laughs> Larry's not talking about you. No, no, no.
3: I'm not talking yeah. about you. No. Fill in the not blank. Not talking about you, Mr. And Mrs. John Smith uh, at 14 Maplewood Lane. But that is
1: a forced friendship uh, when when the yeah. kids have to be friends with somebody. It's kind
3: of nice though.
5: It has this you know because you don't have to ever be friends with them. So it's kind of <laughs> nice to talk. Freely with someone you know you're never gonna see again. Yeah, it's and like you can just it's reuse like, your stories. It's
1: like totally uh bearing your soul to the guy on the airplane that you know you're
2: never gonna yes. talk to again. I love
5: that. that the a guy phenomenal. on the airplane is my best friend. Yeah. He will keep my secret. I hate my friends, they keep no secrets, but the the strangers, they'll keep it all yeah. they will. Haven't we all heard everything? some
1: shit on airplanes from other people? Um, oh, you yeah. feel like you're hearing it for maybe like the, for the first
6: time? I make up yeah. shit sometimes. <laughs> I'll have like an alibi sometimes. You know, like you mean to yeah, something to like, provocative or no? Yeah, no, just like you know, have a conversation, but like maybe just like be somebody else for a minute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> why
5: not? See, I can't Method. do that as a mom. Method. I can't do that. I always have to be her mom. <laughs> oh yeah.
6: Oh
7: yeah, yeah. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Sorry. I have to be. I've some times have to be an asshole on the plane because I am tired and and this I'm, this one woman was sitting next to me. She was her first time on a plane. And she was really clueless, and I could tell she wanted to talk to me,
1: and I just like did not make <laughs> eye
7: contact. <laughs> I'm like I, I don't speak English. Oh, you get that body
1: language where they're my like husband they're, does they're, to me. They're trying to kind of catch your eye and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah,
4: I had to tell an eight year old boy to shut up one time. <gasps> oh. Did the parents hear you? Uh, they were. I think they were Latinos, so they didn't really understand what I said to okay. him. No, parents, parents on a English? plane don't listen to anything yeah. they tell really their don't. children. Oh,
5: I walk in apologizing. Yeah. You know, oh,
4: sorry, yeah. we're in
5: first class. <laughs> yeah. I know this sucks.
1: Yeah. I made the mistake of of keeping this like little six year old boy busy and making him laugh and stuff like that. And the parents saw that right next to him, and they checked out. They were like, "Oh, okay, this is taken care of. I got a babysitter." And <laughs> oh. they zonked. And I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta! I literally had to keep that kid
4: busy oh God, I the did. entire That's flight." Why I told him to shut up. And... <laughs> <laughs> he was telling jokes, right? Yeah, and he gave me the why did why did one two three or five six seven what the fuck it is because <laughs> seven eight, eight nine, nine joke. yeah and it was funny coming out of his mouth it was, was like oh this little kid knows how to tell a joke and i was like oh that's funny and then he all of a sudden started on his own material yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is never gonna hold up to that you know I what see, you don't like, leave with reversal. the seven eight nine he's, joke he's, he's performing <laughs> at closer. Flappers tomorrow night. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You either encouraged or completely stunted the possibility of the next Jerry Seinfeld. Well,
4: I was teaching him about reversals and, you know, different <laughs> callbacks. callbacks and things. And he was actually picking it up. But then as I encouraged him, he kept going. And yeah. I was like, okay, you're going to have to be quiet because I need to get some sleep. Yeah. And Do you, he shut up.
1: Schwartz, you remember the first joke you ever told or made up on your own?
4: Uh, no way. No. no? Uh-uh. Oh, like when I was a kid?
7: Yeah. No, All I, the first thing that I ever did, like, comedically that I remember is uh, my dad... Uh, this uh, Eric the Clown bit that we did—that he recorded a voiceover for it, my talent show—and I was Eric the Clown. and I stood on one finger, and I literally stood
1: on one finger. Wow! That was the first. He stood on yeah, Oh he—he he put his finger yeah. under his foot. I put my finger yeah, under my and, and stood on, on
4: that it. That was like in gonna, first grade. I know those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Knock down the door. And knock yeah. down the
2: wall. I get it. Yeah.
4: Not,
1: not, 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 not. I don't know why you and I are at such odds tonight, but because <laughs> no, we're sitting too close, I think. I don't know. We Our energy. We a little had little such better, a, a cross few weeks ago. We had such a <laughs> a, a, a beautiful yes, conversation, bonded, and now cool. all of a sudden, I feel distant from you. I do too. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You guys need to go see, see some, Fifty Shades of Grey. We should together. go see Fifty. Yeah. It's playing
4: yeah. at the ArcLight right across the street. We should go now. right now. We should. Oh, so,
7: guys, guys, let's do it. Let's get some bonbons.
8: My my vagina is already tingling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
3: is, hope is, it, is a bond bond one of those uh, bondage things? Or oh
1: yeah, bond bondage. Brianna, bond. can people find you on the social media?
3: No.
6: Okay.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin K. Martin, what anything yeah. you're excited about in the world? In the
6: world, yeah, man. If you want me to continue like the dumb, I'm super stoked that Final Fantasy 15 is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. And in uh, and in terms of TV uh better call Saul it has been yes. something that is like a really pleasant Strong, surprise right Super from, pleasant from surprise. moment one yep 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 totally I killing the game really, really good and, uh, never heard of it. in my own world uh working on a feature that's picking up some wonderful steam right oh, now good. that's Excellent. really great Man. awesome good luck and where can Thank people you. find you if they want to find you yo y'all can find me on your tv screen no uh <laughs> well you can but you'd have to like really dig um, you can find me at uh uh, yeah, uh, at Benjamin K. Martin, www.benjaminkmartin.com. K all Can you
1: name. real quick tell your, um, what, uh, Law and Order, was it? Uh, oh, yeah. Real like
6: fast. friending iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, well, bury the lead, why don't you? <laughs> you was kicking it with iced tea, man. He, no, listen, dude. <laughs> Yo, I was iced tea. Cocoa no, 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 listen no, to this. No, like, real talk. I mean, I was, I was, I had, like, you know, two scenes, and it was, like, I, you know, I was, like, this Latino, like. Hotel like clerk like I didn't hear nothing I didn't hear the gunshots whatever and then or like uh, every other Latino player yeah, like, on like that totally, show right right, right. I and didn't like, hear nothing of course, and of course they like they cast the Italian Jew so it's good but <laughs> I'm an Italian Jew. oh that's awesome yeah um we'll talk um, they, they might we'll cast schmooze. you in Law and Order <laughs> yeah right so but but the long long story short because we don't have much time but like uh, basically I was getting on the sub like it was the night that Obama got reelected and like the energy was just like mm-hmm. so all over the place and like. Uh, Ice-T and I were, like, having, like, you know, a lot of laughs. I don't know, whatever. So at the end, I was about to go uh, get on the subway, potentially, to get back to my place. And we were, we were up in like, not, in, like, no good zone. And he was like, man, you trying to get stabbed on that subway. And I was like, you no, know, he's like, you could ride with the ice. <laughs> and I got a lift in a town car. And didn't Icy. you guys go and,
1: like, grab food
6: or something? Uh, five guys. Yeah, I we went to Five Guys for burgers. Yeah. In the yeah. back, But in the back, he, we didn't go into Five Guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. no.
1: But you're eating Five Guys burgers in ice teas. ride. In in his whip.
6: And, and Uber was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was uh, yeah, one for the Wait, ages. He's going to call awesome. icy. Yeah. <laughs>
8: Brad Bishop, what are you excited about? Uh, well, I mean, I can build off the Better Call Saul. Actually, I haven't seen uh, Breaking Bad, but I'm excited because I heard that they're going to bring back Mr. Show. With Bob and Dave. Oh,
2: no kidding! Oh, yeah. To
8: HBO? I don't know. I, there's a thing. So, uh, David Cross uh, put a Kickstarter out for a movie he was doing, and one of the incentives is that you get to come do a taping of Mr. Show that they're doing. And then Paul F. Tompkins posted a picture of like the whole crew back in the writers' room. Uh, so that's the rumor that they're going to be bringing back Mr. Show. That's pretty great, so, and that which is one of my all-time you know favorite. Sketch shows, you know, the the audition is one of the greatest sketches, yes, ever. If yeah. you, Google it if you've never seen it. It's David Cross going in for an audition, and I, I won't say any more because you have to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. He's brilliant. Um, David David Cross
1: may be one of the most underappreciated comic people out there from from what he did there to the, even a character he didn't create but really did create on Arrested Development that whole thing I mean the guy,
8: the guy's really funny absolutely where can people find bread? Uh well tomorrow night the, the Tuesday the 24th uh, uh, my improv team Goats will be performing at the Playhouse West in North Hollywood at 1030 uh, and Saturday night I believe the 28th uh, we are going to be at the Clubhouse uh, performing I think at 830 excellent uh, for Danger Room so
1: woo Oh, yeah. Cool. I might come to that.
8: Iceman, Rob the Iceman Eisenberg.
1: Yes, Larry. Hi. Hi. We're not going to have time for your song.
3: That's okay. We'll, right. we'll, we'll do it next week. All right. It's, it's a, it's a, should should it's, I set it up?
1: It's timeless. It's it, evergreen. It, 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 no, it don't is. set it up. Okay. What are you excited about?
3: Um, I am excited about getting out of this very hot room.
1: Yeah, sorry about that.
3: Uh, but uh, I'm excited about
1: life. It's a lot of tingling vaginas is the problem. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, next time. Our heat source. You know what I'm excited about, Larry? I'm wearing a If they could just
1: harness time. that.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? What are you excited if about? If I can be serious for a moment. Oh, God. I'm excited that Michael Keaton got to go to the big show. Maybe he didn't win, yeah. but he got to the big dance. Yeah. Yeah. And what he said at the very end, uh, when uh, the whole Birdman crew came up, he he said something like, "Let's face it, it's just great to be here, isn't it?" Yeah. Which I think really sums up what those award shows should be. He- it's just great to be famous enough or well appreciated to be there with hardware or not.
1: And to have done good really good work. I mean he seemed to just be the personification of just unbridled joy.
3: But what the hell was he chewing? There wasn't any more scenery to chew. What was he chewing? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Was he was sucking
4: ranch? his teeth. He was sucking. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. JK what's up? What's up, man? Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm excited about Better Call Saul. Yeah. I'm excited about House of Cards Season 3, Ooh. getting ready to start within yes. in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, or this week, actually. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited about... My improv group, Tuskegee Experiment, has finally gotten back on stage after a, about a one-year hiatus. Oh, sweet. When? Where? Well, we just had two shows last week, so we don't know where, where we're playing next, okay. but we'll probably be at iOS. Okay, so again. look for them. What, what's the name? Tuskegee Experiment. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's put a show together, man. Let's do that. We yeah. can make that crack for sure. All right. We really yeah. can. No, that's no, that's right. no bullshit. And then uh, coming up, the I'll... Promoted a little bit later, but I am recurring on uh, Murder in the First on TNT, season two. Nice, yes. I'm really excited about that. My uh, my, I'm a I'm playing a, a cop on the gang task force SWAT team, and my partner is Emmanuel Treaky. Sloan from Entourage. She's mad cool. Most
1: importantly, is she of age?
4: Oh yeah. yeah she's okay, slow, she's grown. Homie. She's slow, man. Like, she's like grown, damn, dude. I mean, I'm cool just.
1: People. I know it's just you hear the noises behind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I
4: understand. I get yeah, a little worried. The mic turned on here, yes. Right yes. Now. Okay. Okay. but it's all good, man. Things are going good. You Sweet. can find me on Instagram. Me this time, J Kelly seventy two. That's K E Y. Sweet,
1: Eric. Smoothie Shorts, uh, were you going yeah. up any? Are oh, you excited about something?
7: Oh yeah, I'm excited <laughs> that I got to meet some new people tonight. J.K. and Brad and Kmart. Um, K-Mart. That's what we call you because I heard Kmart in your name.
6: Benjamin K. Martin. Right. Yeah, Kmart. Oh, K-Mart. Oh, yeah. Kmart. Oh, that's, that's cool a name, great right? Man, Kmart. That's a great nickname. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> 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 <K-Mart>.
7: <laughs> and. Uh, no, I'm. A, I'm I am, always thinking, man. I am. I'm a pun machine, pun master five thousand. Uh, and no, I'm excited. I have a lot of tour stuff in the summer that's going to happen that I um, I can't reveal. But uh, until then, you could I, you can go to my website ericschwartzlive.com. dot com. And uh, I'm going to be coming up in next week. I'm in Calgary, Canada, and then I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory in Vegas. Like in uh, what is it? April. Yeah. Wednesday, I'm going to be the
1: Ontario California Improv. So
7: if you're ah, here sweet. Wednesday, yeah. Will
1: you get bigger laughs in India or in Calgary, Canada? <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, I guess. We'll have to see. Uh, I am excited because I just read about this the other day. I'm a big fan of uh, all of these people. A show that was offered, I guess, to NBC and got passed on. So it's going to, I believe, Netflix from Tina Fey and one of the co-creators with her of Thirty Rock, starring Ellie Kemper. Who was on the office? It's called Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, It's every all the people that I like, and it sounds like it's going to be really funny, and I think that's... Uh, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that the half-hour comedy series hangs in there and gets better and better. Uh, which reminds me, by the way, we didn't cover it here because I doubt anyone in this room watched it. I forced myself to watch the first 20 minutes of it. I have not watched an episode of Two and a Half Men in a couple of years. Oh, oh that hot. weird that is the. That that I have, I, I, I've seen a couple of episodes in this last season just by happenstance and I was fascinated at the glorious train wreck that is some of the worst writing and most, I mean, literally, if we sat in here for 22 minutes and just said, can we come up with the most, we actually did write an episode of Two and a Half Men in this, in this <laughs> room that I can still back on it. It's so not funny in the least, the easiest, dumbest awfulest jokes um they're just ruining yeah, their legacy yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said, Ironically. All, that,
3: all that work <laughs> that, that, that charlie sheen did
1: to make that a respectable show
3: you know? Larry, Larry, the Larry obviously live audience loves it <laughs> oh
2: god
1: so anyway
4: on, what's Keep the alive. name of the show tonight
1: Oh, we haven't come up with one yet. I think tingling. Uh, I think not
2: tingling vagina. 50, <laughs> right. uh, Fifty
4: shades of tingling
2: vagina. All right, tough one to put up there.
1: Fifty shades of tingling. Now we've already done a... You know we'll come up with something. But if there's not a tingling vagina in it, I don't know why there wouldn't be. Hey, Brianna, thanks for joining us, and uh, Benjamin K. Martin, thanks for joining us. Safe travels back to New York City, and uh, get a monkey, everybody. <laughs>